Frothies, if you're listening to this, there's one thing you need to do this weekend. Yeah, it's just get a bloke down your throat. It's as simple as that. It's get to the cax and get a bloke down your throat. We've just had word from the High Court of Australia. They've actually enforced a brand new law, uh, basically stating that it's illegal for anyone who listens to this podcast to not get a bloke down their throat during Magic Round. So do with that information what you will. Yeah, exactly. If you don't want to be locked up with some questionable individuals across the place, um, then get a bloke down your throat or else you're going to be absolutely fucked. It's a simple solution. We don't make the rules. We just enforce them. If you thought my ass was bad, well, wait till you get in jail and bend over for the soap. To avoid that, get a bloke down your throat. (laughs) (laughs) So go to blokeinabar.com and enter your postcode into the store locator and find where you can get some today. Yep. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The podcast this week is brought to you by Domino's. Yes, it is. Darcy, I'm going to throw some things at you. Okay. Star Wars. Sure. Lord of the Rings. Yep. The Hobbit. All things you enjoy. Star Trek. Mm, not sure if you're a fan of that or not. They're great journeys. They are great they journeys. They're big journeys. Yep. We're about to embark on another one that's about to go with them. In the history book. In the history. It's magic round. It is magic round. 2024. It is. Now, all great journeys need to be fueled by something. Fueled. You know what we're going to be fueled by? What are we going to be fueled by? Domino's Pizza. Specifically the Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, I think we've mentioned this before, but I'm actually genuinely not uh, joking. When I talk about Klutzy being obsessed with the Philly cheesesteak pizza, the bloke would not fucking shut up about it when we tried it. Exactly. Look, I know that this weekend is going to be an absolute journey. Yeah. Okay? And I know the only way I'm going to get thrilled is if I'm fueled correctly. Yeah, smart so man. You're I'll an athlete. Be, yeah, exactly, an athlete. And my athletic choice is going to be Domino's Pizza, specifically the Philly Cheesesteak Pizza. Yeah. It will be fueling me through Magic Round right to the bitter end. And if you want to get fueled right to the bitter end, we recommend using the Instagram, uh, the code, sorry, the discount codes that are listed on our Instagram and in our Facebook group. The one we're bringing to you this week is BBB3DL, which will get you three pizzas and three sides delivered from $33. Look, that is just perfect for your magic round. That's like a pizza and a side for 11 bucks. Wow. Delivered. Delivered. That's obscene value. It's basically making money. Yep, it's Once magic. Again, it's magic. It is magic. Boom, it appears. Yep, boom. That's how good the so delivery is. So make it appear this is. bloody weekend. Get some dominoes. And uh, thank you to the guys for supporting the podcast. Bloody brilliant. Beers. On the Pierce. And welcome back to the Buddy Breeding Beers podcast brought to you by Bolo Bet. That's Clutch. I'm Darcy. We are the Buddy Breeding Beers. We started out reviewing craft beers on Facebook. And now we bring you the conversations that you'd more than likely hear from the front bar at your local Clutchy, mate. Where are we today? Right, another glorious day at the Caxon Hotel. It's pissing down rain, but she's fucking great. Still the best pub in Queensland. Yeah. Uh, this is our On the Piss podcast where usually Clutchy and I just have a beer and chat shit for about an hour or so. We've got a very special guest in the house today. Fucking oath we do. Uh, he's... Possibly one of the greatest boxers of the country right now. He is. He is the head splitter, Isaac Hartman. How are we, bro? Fucking unreal now. What an intro. Yeah. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, can't go more often. Nah, I'm good, fellas. Thanks for having me. That's all right. For anyone who's uh, new here or been living under a rock, Klutzy and I do have a boxing fight coming up April yeah. 27. Uh, and we've signed up at Nitro Gym to yeah. uh, get ourselves ready. And Isaac. 538 Roadie Road, Champsite. That's it. Get um, down there. $25 a week for membership. It's the best place in town. Fucking get there. 
Fucking oh. It is. It is the best place in town. But yeah, Isaac trains out of there and uh, we thought we'd get him on ahead of his flight coming up March 13th, isn't it? Yes, it is. Down yep. in Wollongong. Wollongong, down in the gong with the mad bunch. Hey, yeah, mate. It's going to be fucking big. going to be yeah. epic. Another No Limit card. They've been putting on some good fights recently. So, yeah. How, how are you feeling ahead of it? Good? Yeah, unreal, mate. So, um, training's coming into the last three weeks now. So, getting to the pointy end of the training camp. So, um, got some good sparring flying in Thursday, uh, Wednesday and Friday. Just been mixing it with the boys from the gym and another guy on the Gold Coast. So all systems go. Yeah. It's been good. This um, He's a South American, so they're always tough. You know, 15 and 1, 13, 12 knockouts. So he's got a, he's obviously a big fucking puncher, but um, so am I. So yeah, absolutely. Fucking right. there and try and fucking squash his little churro. <laughs> <laughs> mate, <laughs> mate, we saw you sparring on Wednesday last oh, week. Oh, yeah, maybe? last week. I don't know what day it was. Yep. Fuck, it was intense. Yeah, it is. Like I said to you after this. Fucking surely there's better ways to make a good dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm half handy at it, so um, and it's you know paid for the life I'm living now. And it's built my house with my wife, and you know it's going to send my daughter to a good school. So I'm pretty good at it, and I've I've only got to do it for another eight years, and then I can fucking retire and sit beers with you boys. So yeah, fucking, fucking nice. In short window, it's not a long career. Um, it's not something you can do forever, but I am pretty good at it. So I'll make squeeze every little bit out of it while I can, and then I'll fuck it off. Fuck yeah. Mate, circling right back to the beginning, how did you sort of get into boxing? And I never even wanted to be a boxer, ever. Like, my dad was a professional boxer when I was a young fella, but he never pressed the sport on me. My twin brother, Bullfrog, was the weapon growing up, you know, and he was always had the reputation in Caboolture, being the tough guy. Um, but I wanted to be a footy player. Like I said, when I was down at the press conference, I wanted yeah. to be a footy player through and through. Like we were saying back in the days with, you know, Brent Sherwin and Luke Patton, the general, and fucking Mark O'Mealy. I wanted to play for the Canterbury Bulldogs. Yeah. Um, and then I went to a footy rugby league, excellent school. Morrowford High was a footy excellent school, so yep. we had to do uh, three days a week. One of my classes was, you know, rugby league, which was oh, fucking that's awesome. fucking yeah. so unreal. But you wear your footy shorts to school, <laughs> pack your boots in the bag, you know, and you get to play footy with your mates or go to the gym or do – Theory, which was just watch fucking footy games, <laughs> plays, which was awesome. And then um, I had an opportunity to move to the Gold Coast with my mum and my twin brother. My older brother didn't go. We were all pretty handy footy players and we got scouted to go to Keeper Parks High. Yep. There. Yeah, right. And um, two fucking white boys at Keeper Park, of course, by lungies. <laughs> <laughs> and we did not fit in. Somehow my twin brother got, he got, that was up, uh, bro, you mouldy or something? And he's... Yep. Yep. Yeah, and he fit in. Like, I was a fucking loser at school. Like, I used to text me, brother, hey, come hang out with me down in B Block. So we didn't last very long there. My mum, she didn't like the Gold Coast life, so we moved back. But yeah, it was a good little stint there. Went straight into the first. Never got to play for, but we trained with the first team. Yeah. So we were half handy. Come back. Um, did all the Nev Blair stuff here at Morrowfield, played at Suncorp, had Wally Lewis commentate me at Suncorp. You Fuck, know, that's uh, unreal. You know, curtain up. raiser for, I think, the Broncos played Warriors that night. We ended up losing the competition, but we got to play the final at Suncorp, which was a pretty surreal moment. Yeah. Yeah. Did tours to, um, you know, Sydney, you know, footy tours to Sydney. So I always wanted to be a footy player. And then um, I had this reputation. Well, my brother did carry this reputation being a tough guy, and I was his twin brother. So somehow I got fucking roped into it. <laughs> And I didn't mind a bit of a punch on on the footy field. You know, I was always ready to go to do it. I could never do it, like, fight properly. And then I, in grade 11, 12, I was going to be a, you know, I said, oh, I'm going to be an MMA fighter. I come across this guy named Chuck Liddell on YouTube. I yeah. used to just YouTube backyard fights. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chuck Liddell, you know, Kimbo Slice backyard fights. Yeah, Kimbo yeah. Slice, Yeah, fuck. back in the day. And then 
I fucking stumbled across Chuck Liddell, didn't know anything about MMA, and then this fucking bloke with the mohawk just pumping people, and I thought, oh, who's this guy? We went down to the um, local video shop when you had the Civic 2000. Yeah, and you could rent games and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. he just rented out all the UFCs, UFC 89, UFC this, UFC that, and just fell in love with it then. And then um, straight out of high school, I got... I was meant to be playing up the sunny coast with the... um, Falcons. Team up there. Falcons, yeah. Yep. Yep. Went to schoolies, had a missus at the time. I thought, fuck this, I'm not... I was living in Caboolture, having to drive all the way down yep. there. Come back three times, fuck that, I'm going to go do MMA. Went to my first MMA gym, caught a train from Caboolture to G-Bung Station. There was a gym called Fight Cross, did my first session. And we were in the grand final that year. That was would have been 2013, I think. Yeah, year out of high school, 2013. Yep. We are in the grand final to play whoever. I said... Fucking three weeks out, I said, boys, I'm, I'm out. I'm not fucking, I'm doing this MMA thing. I won't be at training. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck, we're in the grand final. I said, I don't mm. care. I'm not coming back. And I was sick of footy by then. I was playing it since I was, you know, eight years old. Yeah. I just fell in love with MMA. And then, um, you know, one thing led to another. I become a professional, had my first fight, did a bit of kickboxing, went to Thailand for training camp. And then my whole dream was always to be in the UFC. That was a big deal, like, to be in the UFC. Um, and I was well on my way. I was 9-0 as a professional MMA fighter. You know, I was the best lightweight in the country. Uh, fought in China, all over. Um, and, fuck, I went and played touch footy um, two oh, weeks no. before I Shore defended Road my, or something? Yeah. <laughs> two <laughs> weeks before I defended my third Australian title. And uh, we had a guy who used to... Uh, manager Alex, Volkano- Alex Volkanovsky His name's Reese Del Chin He was in the gym He flew up and He's like mate You know Just do this Win this fight You gotta win this fight And it wasn't a guarantee To win the fight mm. It was against a guy Named BJ Bland Who trains at City Kickboxing With yep. Israel Adesanya So it would've been A good fight yep. I was confident And um, just win this fight We'll get you the UFC Get you a good deal Sign bang I would've been 21 At the time or something It was always a real cool thing To be the youngest UFC Australian yeah. You know back then 2015 yeah. The Anzac MMA scene Wasn't as Dense as it is now yep. It was maybe fucking Jake Matthews It was that George Stropolopoulos Or whatever the fuck his name is yep. um, And that English bloke um, Ross Pearson There wasn't many of us So I was like fuck it I'll be the new new kid on the block Went and played touch footy <laughs> Down at the one of my clients at the gym I brought my boots in Dusted them off from my footy days And um, Blair was like Whose boots are they? I'm like they're mine I'm going to go play touch footy He goes don't you fucking dare You'll hurt yourself <laughs> Playing fucking tackle footy my whole life. Touch footy's nothing. First ball, big bloke like you was in front of me. I thought in my head, Benji Marshall around this cunt. <laughs> See you later. Score in the corner. Blew me ACL yeah, out. Oh, yeah, blew me ACL out. Ten months later, um, I date like just wanted to blow the cobwebs off in a boxing fight because I didn't care about it. Yeah, knocked the cunt out in the first round. That was I had two boxing fights previous to that in the midst of my MMA career. Didn't care about them. Got a call on a week's notice. Yep. I used to fight at 70 kilos in MMA. These fights are mm. up at 80 kilos in boxing. So I was like, ah, win or lose. I'll get paid, whatever. Yep. Didn't yep. care about it. I saw those first two fights in the first round as well. So, like, I had no fucking right to be in the ring with the first three boxers I fought. Like, yeah. I shouldn't have been in the ring with them, but I didn't care at the time. And I just thought, ah, oh, I'll get paid. Thankfully, I ended up knocking him out, and that was with the third fight. It was on no limit. Yep. You know, which is now who I'm signed with all those years ago. Hoppawati fought Paul Gallen. Yeah. They're like, oh, mate, yeah, we've got to fight for you. And I was speaking to this one bloke. He said, um, oh, mate, if you can't find any footage, I'd probably recommend you not doing it. He's pretty handy, this bloke. I thought, oh, fucking, I don't care about boxing. What's the worst? I thought, the bigger gloves, they can't yeah. kick me, can't yeah. elbow me. No wrestling. That's yeah. the worst thing he's going to do is he's going to punch me in the head. Fuck it. I'll do yeah. it. And I said, give me the fight. And, um, 
I iced him in the first round as well, and then you know I got a boxing contract, and the numbers on that were way better than I was getting in MMA. Yeah, four hundred bucks in MMA, and opposed yeah. to you know three thousand dollars back in my first couple of boxing fights, yeah. which was fucking unreal. So. Yeah, I signed a boxing deal and then I haven't looked back ever since. So it's been good. It's crazy. I was saying to Darcy, actually, I haven't said it to you yet, but the first boxing match I actually ever properly watched was your one, one of your ones years ago. There you go. And a mate of mine, he messaged in our group chat and was like, there's this bloke, he's called the Head Splitter, <laughs> and Benny Neighbour from Jeeps is sponsoring oh, him. Yeah. And all he does is knock people out. He's like, yeah. he's paying three bucks seventy five for a yeah, knockout. Yeah, I was always the outside yeah. too. Yeah, so yeah. I chucked 50 on oh, and I was like, no. Fuck yeah Fuck Could I have a clip of that now Yeah <laughs> But the next night I was in at Miss K's Pouring beers Because I used to work there And I see you Fucking walk in Yeah And I was like Bro I just won money On your boxing there you last go. night well, You're like really? What the fuck Yeah <laughs> Yeah really It was your big uh, Celebration feed Yeah well There yeah, you go It was fucking fuck. ages Miss K's, ago Where's that Oh no Blackwood Street Burger joint At Mitchelton At Mitchelton Oh yeah Oh yeah. fuck you know Yeah I used to live over yeah. Miss K's Yeah that would have been When I fought that was back when Ben was sponsoring me. That would have been my, you know, five or six fight or something yeah, like that. Something yeah, something like that. It was pretty early on. Yeah, but, there um, you go. Yeah, because one of the boys, he was just like, bro, this guy just knocks people out. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, <laughs> sweet. That? So yeah, good. Small, small world, world. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Fucking crazy. But, um, yes, yeah, so obviously you've progressed through that. What was fighting through, like, your COVID times like? Did you get to do many fights Man, during COVID? This or? Is a Oh, it's not a touchy subject for me because I don't care. COVID is a touchy subject for a lot of people. Yeah. They missed out on this or people yeah. died of this. I had a fucking ball in COVID. Yeah. You know, like, it was shit like my coach, he's gym. It was a shit time for the gym. For, like, the, for business. You know, for business yeah. and that. It was terrible. Like, um, and... But we made doing COVID, like we were doing boot camps up at the netball courts. I had a fucking blast in COVID, you know. I'd do my five boot camps in the morning, load up my boot, you know, for yeah. the gear, do the COVID fucking mm. training session or safe practice, go back home, hang out at home. And I was able to fight three times through COVID. You yeah. Know, I fought, yeah, three times through COVID. So I didn't really, didn't really stop my – when it first sort of happened, I put the brakes on. I was scheduled to fight in March 2019. Um, and they, that – I had a break there, and, I, and then I ended up fighting the end of that year, started the following year, 2019, and then 20... It was fine for me. Yeah. Oh, 2020, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't too bad for me. COVID didn't really hold up my career as much as it did every other people, but, you know, yeah. some of my promoter at the time, Dean Lonnie, and he was doing everything he could to keep people busy, and people took the opportunities. If that was there and I could fight, I was taking them. Yeah. Whereas other people are like, oh, it's COVID, I can't fucking do it, or the gym's closed, I can't train. I just made do and got it done. So, yeah. you know, you either make excuses or you make fucking ways to get it done. So, that's not too bad for me. I didn't mind COVID. Much yeah. like Every now and again, yeah. in, you know, like getting up to work, fuck, I wouldn't mind a COVID three days. Yeah. Yeah. Lockdown yeah. for three yeah. days, yeah. give me a rest, but yeah, yeah it's all right. And, uh, mate, how did you get involved with Nitro? That's one thing I was wondering. You, said, you just said before off air that you'd, You've been there for like nearly 10 years now, yeah, is it? Yeah, my 10th, end of this year coming up, 2014, yeah. So end of 2014, I was at a gym called Integrated MMA. That's when I was doing yep. my... Like, I went to a few MMA gyms beforehand and then I ended up um, at Integrated MMA because <clears throat> they were the best in Australia back in the day. And um, I stayed there and did... Adrian Pang, the guy that owns that place, mm. um, one of the best lightweights in Australia has ever seen, never made it to the UFC Again, back in his day, 90s, early 2000s and stuff, the UFC wasn't, you know, Australian big, guys weren't yeah. on the radar. But he fought in Japan, you know, right. He did everything. He was a weapon. And um, 
yeah, I was just training there and I was just weak as piss out of girl's body. Yeah. You know, hips wider than your shoulders and he's like, mate, you need I can to, relate to, to that. see studs up at Nitro Boxing. Yeah. I didn't know who he was. Mm. And um, he does strength and condition, real specific stuff for himself, Adrian. It was always a powerhouse. So I went up there and Blair ran me through a first session and I never fucking left. You know, yeah. I used to just... Back in the day, I never had enough money. I was on like um, Oz study, and yep. I was studying my certificate in fitness, and I was getting like two hundred bucks a fortnight. Fuck. And that used to. And I never had a job. I did have a few jobs, but that's another story. I was not cut out to be a fucking worker. Yeah, I was doing the study, <laughs> <laughs> doing the study, and I wouldn't have enough money to like drive from Caboolture. I used to live up right near the Big Fish. You know, yeah, big yeah, fish. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. a good yeah. pub to review. Yeah, actually. Yeah. two fucking for fucking one on a Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, go tomorrow. I didn't used to like have enough money. To drive into training at Nitro at 10 o'clock, drive mm. back to Kabul to have a rest, drive back all the way up to Stafford for my second session today. So I used to just leave in the morning. I used to train with a guy out at Redcliffe in the morning who was a part of Integrated. He was like the head jiu jitsu guy, training there at five in the morning. Go sit down by the beach at Redcliffe, fucking get a 60 cent coffee from the Caltex. He, I had a little fucking lunchbox where it like plugged into your. Yeah, um, yeah. Lighter to heat up my lunch. Fuck. And then I used to train at Nitro at 10 and hang around there for an hour or two, sleep in my car, then go to Integrated in the afternoon. Lived in my car for like 10 months. Yeah. Still had a house to go to, but I just didn't have yeah. enough money to travel there. And then yeah. um, back and forth, I used yeah. to just like an hour session at Nitro would turn into an hour and a half, and then I'd hang around, leech off Blair, and like, try to listen to what he was teaching his next client. And I just hung around. And then one, one afternoon, he's like, mate, do you want a job? I said, fuck yeah, I have a job. I used mm. to be a receptionist up at Good Life Chermside. Yeah. So yeah, I have a job and I was meant to work that afternoon at Chermside. I just never went and I went and took a class at Nitro. My first class, I had to run the class back in the day. Blair was pretty ruthless. He just said, mate, this is it. I'll run the first 10 minutes for you and then it's on you. Yeah. And the first 10 minutes for me and then I just fell straight into it, never left. So fuck. that's how I got to go at Nitro and... um. And then I stopped the MMA. I was still doing some MMA, you know, for another year. And then I blew my knee out and then I moved into boxing. I haven't been back to the integrated or anything like that. And it's been mm. me and Blair ever since. So the last solid nine years now I've known Blair and it's he's been like um, I lost my dad when I was 12 years old mm. and fell into Blair shortly after, you know, five, six years after. And, um, yeah, he's been that figure for me ever since. And mentor, role model, and mm. fucking he's moulded to me to be the man. Because every young boy needs a man figure. Yeah, yeah fucking Blair's always. fucking principles and work ethic is just – Fucking really cool, you know. It's um something else. So um yeah, I'm just a product of who he is, really. I think so. It's pretty cool, man. Like he's yeah, a fucking sick. good man, and I can't praise him enough or thank him enough. Yeah, fucking oath. I think that sort yeah. of rubs off on the gym as a whole. Yeah, like for sure. The like the you boys seen the culture down in. Nacho. I was gonna say it's like really cool. Boxing, like from an outsider's perspective, who's never really been around it, boxing has this sort of aura of being as. Fuck sport, tough yeah. sport. Yep. You'd expect to scary. go in there. Scary, yeah. bro. You like yeah. someone fucking throwing a fist at your face. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a normal for everyone. Thing. And like nah. that's the thing with Blair's culture at the gym is like it's a scary thing for, especially more so a bloke to a lot for the girls. Girls are very timid to come into a mm. boxing gym because they think it's a man's space. But even for like a normal bloke, you know, you played footy. Yeah. You know, you're expected. You're probably a hard man in footy. You know, you're expected mm. to half look after yourself, and you got to come into a boxing gym and be vulnerable, and yeah. you know, let your walls down, and you know, not be good at something. Yeah. And some gyms are just full of fuckwits. You know, fight gyms, boxing gyms is just really bad culture. If you can't hit the back, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Like yep. whereas Nitro, it's a real family orientated gym. You know, there's mm. kids in there, there's babies with prams. It's a really cool space and you just can see that and that yeah. you know it's light hearted it's fun we're always joking taking the piss out of Jerry or something <laughs> it's, it's a fun place and yeah. even like 
you're not my, I don't train you guys, but we chat in the gym. It's yeah. not like a good life. You go up to good life and say we're both trainers and I'm chatting to your client, fuck, there's a punch on in the staff room. Yeah, like, yeah Coaching clients and stuff like that. Whereas Nitro, we're all one big family and it, it's a really cool fucking place. Yeah, eh? it's fucking sick. It's yeah. been such, a, I've, I've enjoyed it. Like I hate fitness. Don't know if you can tell by <laughs> my physique, but I fucking hate it's fucking fitness. fucking greyhound, mate. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, mate, going down there, getting in, doing all the classes, yeah, doing some PT cool. sessions, it's just something different. And yeah. It's genuinely enjoyable. Yeah. Like what I hate about, say, your footy fitness, for example, is let's do some Malcolms. You're just gonna fucking get up, up run down, ten yeah. meters, run twenty, run ten. Like, yeah, yeah. keep doing that. It's mind numbing, boring yeah, shit. Yeah, Whereas yeah. this, you're like doing different combos yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it keeps the mind sharp. So too. good. Yeah, Learning good. new skills. Yeah, I still remember my uh, my first Tuesday night boxing 101 session. We had Hilly, and um, afterwards he comes up to me and he goes. Yeah, so you play footy, hey? I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, bit of different coordination in boxing, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck. Uh, That's the most polite uh, way like, to say honestly, your shit. I'll be honest, I listened to uh, like a, a start of an episode. I've just seen the clips of you guys on this. Yeah, thing. I'm yeah. like, fuck, there's some real good ones in there. Yeah. I haven't actually listened to a full episode yet of you chatting. I thought, fuck, I better listen to something, see how the vibe is. Yeah. And, yeah. and then... um. Anyway, but I was like, fuck that big clutchy bloke. Fuck, he's an uncoordinated cunt. <laughs> 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 I don't know how he's going to go in this fight, but you're ripping in, mate. And that's the yeah. thing. Like, at another gym, you'd probably get shamed. And yeah, you, no one yeah. would come talk to you. Be like, oh, look at this big fucking yeah. dummy, like whatever. But we're now trying to teach you. Jerry's teaching you. You're looking yeah. way better. You know, yeah. you, know, you start it, yeah. sparring soon. And, and yeah. that's like um, now a skill you'll develop and learn and it could take you on to do other things as well. Yeah. So. It's fucking cool, man. Whereas, like, yeah. if it was a shit culture gym, you just get shafted and uh, fuck, yeah, I'm not like, training that big this. fucking dope, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, you wouldn't get the opportunity to get better at it. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I said. The dark. Yeah, it is definitely a different coordination. Oh, of footy, fuck, fuck. <laughs> the best one. The best one that I've had was when we did our first session with John, who's. Like PT and Clutzy oh, yeah. know a bit. Yeah. Clutzy went first and then me and then after he's like, Mate, you you're not too bad. Like you coordinated and you move well, blah blah and I, I was about si- you? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm sitting there going, Oh, he's just trying to sell me on a ten pack of PT sessions yeah. here and he said something else and I was like, Oh, I bet you'd say that to everyone and he goes, Nah man, go ask Clutzy, he's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's good. Well, that's Johnny the boy. fucking truth. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we're uh, we're slowly getting there. Slowly so getting there too. Putting it together. Wasn't built in a day, eh? That's like, it. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. Uh, it's hard sports. Yeah, hundred percent. Is. Mate, what's it like? Um, like, I don't know. Obviously, you got no idea about your <laughs> thoughts on boxing growing up, but like, looking at it completely differently for us, like, we get to do this full time as a job now. Like, do you ever sit there and think, like, fuck, this is my job where I get to fly to Wollongong and China and whatever else to, to fight? Like, do you ever just pinch yourself and go, fuck, this is pretty I, mad? I did it for a long time, and like, until now, I had like this fucking epiphany. I'm like, when I was used to like, Drive from Caboolture in the morning to the garage mm. to do this fucking five o'clock jujitsu, then wait, heat up my lunch, I get a ten dollar special from the toy joint, wait all day, sleep in my car, shit in the public toilet. All I wanted to do was fucking do like have Blair. I used to pay for my sessions with Blair, which is, you know, mm. yeah. expensive and stuff like that. Well not you know, you're paying for good shit, but yeah, yeah like, still do it like and be thing. like paid to do it would be just a fucking dream. Or even have someone like Blair train me for free. Now that kind of trains me twice a day all year round. Yeah. You know, I, don't, I pay him a percent of my purse. Um, and I was only thinking the other day, this is all I've ever wanted to do. And now I get paid good money. Mm. Like fucking fly fly to Wollongong for a day to do some media stuff. 
you know, these big head media guys want to talk to me. All I've ever wanted to be was that person. And now I'm living that person. And it's just like, I've got to remind myself that this is my dream. I'm living it out. Yeah. And it's something I love. Like, you know, I love boxing. And again, like I said before, it's a short window. So I've got to milk it for everything I can. But it's fucking good, man. Like, yeah. like I said, it's a hard way to make a dollar, but I'm pretty good at it. So I'll fucking do it. Um, but it's cool, man, to get paid for something that provides a life for me and my wife. Built, built a house for me. Fucking, you know, like he's going to send my daughter to a good school. Hopefully I retire with a bit of money in the bank or an investment property. And um, all in a place where I'm having fucking fun with my coach every day. You know, I yeah. come to work and, like, I can't relate to those people that are, fuck, I've got to go to work on Monday. Or, like, my wife, she's an ICU nurse and, you know, different staff. Mm. And, oh, fuck, I've got this girl on tonight. Oh, God, it's a pain. I haven't had that for nine years. Yeah. yeah. Since I started, I, like, I happily get up and go to work. I'm probably in a position now where I don't have to do the PT, but I love to yep. be there at the gym and do the PT because I get to hang out with my fucking friends. Yeah, yep. every day I get to hang out at Bland. It's a good. So I got a little bed there. If I'm, you know, I finish my PT at seven o'clock, seven thirty. I often go in that little room out the back and have a yep. little lay down before sparring. You know, I don't yep. have to run off home. I'm not. It's not a quick exit out of my workspace, which is fucking really cool. Yeah, so, yep. um, And it's all just come from a love of combat sports. So yeah, I'm pretty fucking lucky, man. If you wake up and enjoy going to work, you're in a yeah, good fucking oath. That's the yeah, dream, yeah. mate. Yeah, that is a dream. The you love your job and love what you're doing and get paid good money. Yeah, for that's yeah. You dream, you're living the dream, but I reckon the only the only downside to Nitro, the one thing I will say is when you Jerry. have no, well, <laughs> no, 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 no. He's <laughs> lying. He leaves his fucking weights everywhere and his shitbox red Crocs are everywhere. And he stinks. <laughs> fucking hell! I listen to that body the knock the froth off. Yeah, you know, work ethic or just bad bo. Fucking spray some deodorant. On you. <laughs> Do something. Oh, well, that's what I was going to say. The only downside to Nitro is when this cunt beats you into the toilet in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you bastard. Yeah, you that's, were blown yeah. up last yeah, week. Yeah, okay. I've learned that lesson yeah, now. you got to be careful fucking going in behind I've you. I've been trying to hang around a little bit longer fuck now so the dead, smell Because you do the morning class and you go get a coffee and that shit obviously just runs straight, straight fuck through you. Yeah. And then you plant that big fucking backside on <laughs> Not good. Not good. <laughs> yeah, if there's one yeah. thing to change, it would be that. You've got to be another, quick. We might have to get a fucking thunderbox out the back. <laughs> yeah, just go outside, shake yourself. <laughs> yeah. like, I opened the door and it fucking punched me in there. Like, has been in there. Uh, <laughs> fuck, that was so good. Yeah. Uh, cops are cane in that. Like, look at the yeah. size of Jerry. Like, yeah. We got some yeah. good boys in there. That poor fucking male toilet in that. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. why sometimes you see me darting the yeah. females. I went in there the other day as well. It's quite nice. It's, it's way nice. Yeah. It's yeah. a bit bigger, a bit yeah. roomier. It's yeah. the mirror. You check yourself on the way out. Like, <laughs> It's way nice in that other fucking yeah. fuck me dead that cat, cops are caning. Yeah, I found myself in both this morning. That's how quickly <laughs> the coffee ripped through. So. <laughs> the double up. Yeah, yeah, she was good. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, mate, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, and we did just speak about this off air as well, but what's it like now, sort of as you've become more successful and a bit more recognisable, um, you've got people like Renny Matua sending you messages on Instagram yeah. and stuff. Like, what's that like? Yeah, that was cool. I was off, off air, like... Um he was, um, you know, he's a footy player. And I made that thing. I wanted to be a Canterbury Bulldogs back in the day, play footy. And Rennie Matua, like, commented on No Limits post. Yeah. I thought, fuck, you know. He he shared, oh, Kid Mac, do this with him. And I know Kid Mac as well. And then he ended up following me. I'm like, fuck, Rennie Matua. He was one of my favourite footy players growing up. Yeah. And, you know, he sort of went down memory lane. And, you know, back in the Bulldogs, I used to love, you know, Brent Sheeran, Luke yeah. Patton, Mark fucking... Marco Mealy, Willie Mason, it's pretty cool to now, I'm 28 years old, you know, have these people that I looked up to, now a fan, he goes, mate, I'm a big fan of yours, keep doing what you're doing, I thought, yeah. fuck, isn't that cool, like, yeah, I used to too. listen to a song that he was in, like, a film clip with Kid Mac, you know, it's called, it's Showtime, Showtime is the song, and he's, like, in the film clip, I thought, oh, I want to be Randy Matur, I want to be playing footy with him, and now he's a fan of my boxing, which is, like, a real pinch yourself sort of moment, I have these people that I was fans of, but now fans of me, so it's pretty fucking cool, eh? Yeah, that you know, is, I'm just man. A, Kid from Caboolture. I was fucking yes the teachers back in 2010 what Isaac Harvin was going to be. I was going to be at the Dole office getting <laughs> fucking the check for Coles yeah. food stamps. Yeah. Now look at me, you cockhead. <laughs> so Mr. His name was Mr. Booker. Fuck him. He's a piece Fuck of shit. Fuck Mr. Booker. Fuck Mr. Booker. Wherever you are now, I've made it. Well, yeah. I'm making it. I haven't made it yet, but I'm going to. Yeah, come down for a spa, Mr. Booker. Yeah, yeah. fuck him. Yeah. He tried to beat me out of that Morbid State High School so many times, mate. You're going to be no one. You're going to amount to nothing if you don't come. Fuck you. Look now. Yeah. Mate, it's so. pretty far. Like, saying that as well, my missus is a teacher, right? She teaches out at Marsden. Um, oh, yeah. That's who we yeah. played for that game at uh, Marsden High. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's fucking at Logan there, killer, mate. Yeah. And, like, you know, fucking hearing teachers say that sort of shit to it's kids. Shit out, it's yeah. fucked, mate. We used to yeah. have it at our school as well. It's like. crap. Yeah, I didn't. I only made it through high school because of one teacher, I'd say, or the PE boys in the footy coach, yeah. Mr. O'Connor. He was a good man. He always vouched for me and kept me in school. But, fuck, if you... You know, school isn't made for everyone. Not nah. everyone are made to sit there in front of a fucking teacher and tell you X, Y, Z, A, B, C, one, two, three. You know, I wasn't... I only like going to school to hang out with my mates. You know, yeah. everything yeah. else was, oh, okay, fuck off sort yeah. of thing. But, yeah. you know, and you never know where, like, if I was to be booted out, expelled, and, you know, I might not have ever been a boxer. I would have been at the doll office. But yeah. school's not for everyone. So fuck those teachers that say... Yeah, just try not to be a know, cunt to the yeah, kids. Yeah, don't be a fuckwit. <laughs> yeah. Don't be them out in the world, eh? Just not be a fuckwit, please. Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. So that's why it would be okay if there was a rule... Someone's was a fuck with you just oh, dab him in the mouth and that was sort of a lot of cunts out I reckon yeah 100%, 100%. be punched in the mouth not harder just like a blood lip or yeah. you know yeah. crack your tooth or something not like unconscious but just pull your fucking head in or another yeah. one's coming yeah that sort of a lot of problems out of it yeah 100%. 100%. Um, mate I was listening to your podcast the other day with Big Georgie Rose oh yeah um, Big George Rose and there was something that I was thinking about. For like myself when we get in the ring as well, actually. You're talking about your fight with Zarafa and how you came mm -hmm. out and your yep. mindset was just Way bash up. his fucking head yeah, in. Yeah. How do you sort of prepare yourself now or how have you matured to be like, okay, like I might hate this bloke, but I've mm. actually got to go through the process? Because I imagine you get into a fight situation, 
And yeah. your first instinct's like, I'm just going to fucking bash him. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And, like, that never works out well. And that was yeah. my undoing. And, yeah, like, a, my, one thing my dad used to say is, an angry fighter's not a good fighter. Mm. And that's so true. Yeah. Um, you just got to be relaxed and, like, you practice that. And, like, me and, me and Hilly, we sparred again 10 rounds this morning. Mm. We got this thing now. I like to say we're, like, frenemies, like, friends but enemies. And, you know, yeah. and he hits me a little bit. I'm like, oh, I want to get that back. And I'm yeah. blowed up a little bit more miss. So, whereas today we just had a conversation, like, fuck, it's nice. You know, we're not really braining each other, but we're making each other miss a bit more. We're not yeah. getting that. You know, yeah. He got me. i got to get him back sort of thing. So, you got to like, have a real clear mind in boxing and – it's a big thing in, like I've matured a lot lately And mm. it's just like um, Blair said He related to like the Russians Like the Russians are just so like dead cold They don't care about anything They don't care if they fight in front of one person Or 100,000 people They're just same attitude and, mm. Yep and go, It's just a job You know it's like Someone going to fix the toilet They're a plumber Just go do your job And that's what i got to all the outside noise I used to be so obsessed with You know what song am I going to walk out to I had the horses singing Get the crowd into. I used to have to think about all these other things and where's this person so I can look at them after I win. Well, it's just a job now. The, my yeah. job is to punch that cunt's head in more than he punches mine in and win. You know? yeah. yeah. All the outside noise gets blocked out now and that's the biggest thing for me. And when I can square that away, um, and you've seen in my last two fights, I've progressed a lot yeah. in comparison to the fight I had at the start of last year. Um, I'm just getting better and better now and it's really really becoming like I'm coming into my own now coming into my physical prime as a boxer they say is from 30 to 32 33 mm. it's a little bit older than like footy players yeah. but you know I'm starting to figure it all now out now and that's like you mentioned Rafa like I uh, could almost thank him he's a fucking wanker but anyway he beat me he's <laughs> yeah. still a wanker but he beat me and um Almost thanking because he's made me the boxer I am today, and even the person. I took that loss, and I've become a better friend, a better husband, you know, yeah. a better dad, just a better everything for it. You know, losing not the worst thing in the world, and that's a good realization to mm. sort of figure out. And um, yeah, that maturity I learned from that, and then like the split decision loss to Ron Murdoch, where I thought I won the fight, and um, I, you know, ended up not winning it on the judges' scorecards, and I was a bit bitter about that because I really thought I won that. Um, and it's just made me who I am, and now it's just fucking the maturity that I've learnt from that has sort of come full circle now, and I've finally figured it out. Unfortunately, in boxing, the best lessons are learnt when you lose. Yeah. Um, and that's unfortunate, but um, it's just the way it is. And that's the unfortunate thing about boxing is they have this um, stigma, like you got to have a zero next to your name. The Mayweather effect they call it is like that. He fucked it for a lot of people because back <laughs> in the day, the Tommy Hearns days, Robert Duran, they'd have seven losses or whatever, you know, mm. you know, and they're still weapons and everyone loved them. They'd sell out arenas where if you don't have a zero next to your name, the stigma is like, oh, you're a journeyman, you suck because yeah. you've got two losses. Two losses to a, a one bloke is fighting for a world title in three weeks. I lost yeah. to him, and the other bloke just fought for a world title eliminator in Royal Murdoch and went, you know, he got stopped against a fucking weapon, but. You know, in the eighth round, he's tough as nails, you yeah. know. So I've lost to the cream of the crop here in Australia. Like, big fucking deal. Like, yeah. How about you do it, Johnny Blow, down at the fucking bar and see how good you go? Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, the maturity with the two losses has come full circle now. And like I said, it's unfortunate I've got to learn it off a loss. But I think I'm hitting me straps now, thank God. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck no, yeah. That's awesome to it's hear. It's very exciting. So you're going to go down, Wollongong, bash this cunt's head in, get yeah. the win. What's next after that? So fly down to Wollongong. Hitting with the Uno Dos and yeah. Sadi Oz for the little yeah. South American churro. Um, back to fuck. I might have a burrito on the way home in his fucking name. So, um, <laughs> GYG or yeah, something. Yeah, GYG or yeah. something. Um, and then, well, that just sets up bigger fights for me. You know, I'm yep. number 11 in the world with the WBO. 
um, this is I'm defending my international title against this bloke, and they'll just push me forward, hopefully into like number seven or eight in the yeah. WBO. And there's some good names in there like Shane Mosley, Ammo Williams, just bigger names. And like when you have that um, like sanctioned body world ranking next to your name, it sort of entices people to fight you yeah. a little bit further up in the ladder. That oh yeah, you're worth fighting. You know, Kate comes with a bit of weight, sort of thing. So it just sets me up for bigger fights. Um, yeah. No more, obviously, no more here in Australia because um, I'll fight in Australia, but not against Australians because the last three have been, last two have been internationals, and this third one's an international. Um, so just big international fights. So I'll hopefully give myself a big fight over in the states somewhere. That's just stepping stones, you know. No yeah. limits aligned with uh, PBC pretty well, you know, with Tim Zoo fighting a lot of the PBC guys. Mm. And PBC is like a promotion over in America, um, and they've got a lot of middleweights in their sort of stock, so. You know, there's a lot of fights there that can be made. So just yeah. bigger fights for me. And it's just my mantra this year or the rest of my career is like do or die. Yeah. You know, I can't be losing again unless it's to the best guys in the world. So, um, you know, two don't even look good, you know, on your record. Two losses on the record. So three can't be – I can't be having three on the record. Yeah. So just fucking do or die until I'm done and stepping on grapes and retiring, drinking wine. Hell yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. ice. That fucking sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Mate, you talk about Tim Zoo. Do you train a fair bit, Timmy? Or? Man, I've done probably 100 rounds with Tim Zoo. Yeah. Funny story, the the first time he come in was in COVID when he fought Jeff Horn. Yeah. Um, yeah. And our gym was open and they sort of, can we come? I said, yeah. And little did I know, like, <clears throat> we used to do, the first rounds I, used, I did out of the gym because... I come from an MMA background, and they never really cross-train. Like, if us, our team here, we don't ever go to that gym and train because yeah. there's too many different sort of weapons. And yeah. Like, oh, he's good at the ground, don't let Whereas yeah. boxing, it's different. Like, our gym will, like, well, me and my coach will travel to another gym to get sparring. Yeah. So, um, the first rounds I ever done was with um, Jeff Horn. Yeah. He was a world champion, beat me yeah. yeah, over at Stratton with his coach, Glenn Rushton, who's a unit. Yeah. And um, they messaged me, can we have Isaac? Because he was fighting Zarafa. Anyway, long story short... I fucking did really well against, you know, Jeff Horn, Dennis Hogan. I th- that was my first experience training outside of our people in our gym. Mm. And then Tim Zoo messaged me in 2020 or his manager said, oh, can we come do rounds? I thought, yeah. And because they were a little bit little, Jeff Horn, they fought at welterweight and super welterweight. And I'm a big middleweight. I thought, yeah, fucking bring him in. Like, he's a super welterweight. He might yeah, be what's able the worst to move me around yeah. or anything. Like, I'm bigger than him. Yeah. And um, we used – Glenn Rushton used to do minute rests, like simulate the fight, whereas at our gym we used to do 45-second minute rests. So when we first went out there, I was like, 45, a minute rest in between the rounds, I feel great. Because so yeah. we were like ahead of the competition. Yeah, used to having 45. 45-second 45 yeah. rest. And then when Tim Zhu come to the gym, he's coach Igor, he's a Russian, it's his uncle. Um, I said, I look, I sort of went over and said, you want minute rest or 45-second rest? And he looked up at me, he's like, 30 seconds. <laughs> 30 seconds. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, 30 second rest, yeah, of Sweet. course. Yeah. And that fucking rattled me. Tim Zoo got stuck in, like, it was even until yeah. up to round eight and nine. I started ass falling out of me because those 30 second rests. And um, at one point, it sounded like the fucking, they were speaking Russian to each other. And it sounded like they were trying to say, kill the cunt. Because <laughs> he was swinging into him. And, like, <laughs> that's what it sounded like. And that's yeah. what it felt like anyway. And I got through the rounds on my feet. But, like, at the end of that session, that was during COVID and stuff. Um, I went home, I thought, oh, fuck, I've got to, like, a, you know, rethink where I'm at because I thought I was ahead of where I was. But Tim Zoo's a weapon. And then yeah. the next mm. session, I didn't build him up to – because Blair built him up to who he was as well. Like Blair's favourite boxer is Costa Zoo. And when Tim yeah, has okay. his headgear on, he looks like his old man. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And I'm like, fuck, Tim Zoo's in my gym. Holy shit, this is awesome. And I sort of was just a bit starstruck by it. And then the second session we did was the following Saturday – 
went way better, done the rounds, 10 uh, sweet as a nut, you know, and then he come back and back and back and we've done now. And then when he goes to the Gold Coast, he asked me to come up, do heaps of rounds. They're going to fly me down to Sydney. It didn't work out. So I've done plenty of rounds with Tim and mm. he's the real deal. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't done rounds with him for a while since he's become a world champion. They always say you get 50% better when you become a world champion. So it'd be interesting to see how we go now if that yeah, paths ever cross. But yeah. I think maybe even he'll move up to middleweight. So it could be a fight that might even happen down the track. Yeah. Fuck. Um, Tim's um, friendly with him. You know, he's... Who he is Nikita's a cool Weird weirdo But he's cool yeah. Yeah. Eagle His coach is cool Glenn Jennings the manager. They're a cool team We get along with their yeah. people So um, Tim Zoo's a weapon man He's um, And it's cool to say I've been in the ring Yeah 100% For 100 rounds With the world A legit world champion So yeah. you know, Adds to my stock as well If you, And that's one thing I learned when I went to America You don't get called For shitty rounds I don't call someone I'm just gonna beat up like, yeah. Get him What's in the point? So I can yeah. feel good About myself yeah. You want Especially when you're At a high level You want rounds that Get you ready for your fight Where you're going to see yep. So you're not getting A dud round in So to be called And wanted by these people Is really cool And refreshing And it's a good reminder Like I'm fucking I'm, I'm up there. there So I'm yep. up there Yeah for sure yeah, You did mention then You went over to the States For a fight camp Was that quite different To what you've been doing Over here or Nah that's the thing Like what the only their, their training protocols And methods Aren't better than ours You know yep. Their facilities are awesome Like they got massive facilities yep. But a boxing gym is pretty much a boxing gym. It's got a bag rack, a ring, a fucking bell that goes ding, ding, ding. And yep. then that's about it. Um, like the other like strength condition sessions and like they got cool facilities, but their protocols are no better than ours. Like mm. the only difference is I'd say is how dense their gyms are with uh, like sparring partners mm. and the availability of people to do rounds. You know, you go into any gym over there and there's fucking one on every corner, whereas here – the the like our gym nitro we got a fair few good guys mm. that can get rounds in the next gym close on the north side is all stars boxing and they they i think they got like one or two people that are bigger you know yeah. all their other guys are tiny tiny yeah. Like yeah. men like liam wilson but he fights like 61 kilo yeah, yeah, yeah. sparring him yeah. yeah so like and then then the fortitude boxing but then they got connor wallace who's a light heavyweight and he's a southpaw there's just not many mm. people around it and then you got to organize like Joel Palvides comes up from Burley, you know, that's yeah. a long fucking shit. Whereas in Vegas, you go to one corner, there's fucking 15 middleweights there ready to spar, Southpaw's Orthodox, this style, that style. There's so many different, you know, styles and so many people over there. So it's just how dense they're and populated their sparring and the quality of sparring is over there. That's mm. the only difference. I wouldn't go over there for a new coach because Blair's the fucking man. Yeah. I wouldn't go over there. The only reason I go there is for the sparring, quality yeah. of sparring. And, like, they have different looks, like, you know... Different countries sort of have different styles, Mexican styles, you know, double cover and they walk forward on your chest, American style, they got that, you know, cross cover, real flashy sort of a thing. So, you know, if I was to fight an American, I'd go over and spar over America, there. get yep. used to that style. You know, I've been in the ring with Caleb Plants who has such a different style to anyone here, mm -hmm. you know, so um, that's the only difference is the, the amount of sparring that's readily available over there. That's the only difference. I wouldn't go there. For any other reason Yeah Nice Talking about like Over there And comparing it to here Like how do you think The scene The boxing scene in Australia Is at the moment Like I know yeah, No Limits Doing some unreal it's stuff It's really healthy At the minute Like with the talent And like How many people Are on the rise Like there's Sam Goodman Who's really position, Well positioned In the world rankings You know He's one or two fights Off a world title He's just staying busy With fights Tim Zoo. Um, there's fucking, you know, even people that aren't on No Limit, like, that are really good. Dana Kuwell's a young Aboriginal boy. He's fuck, he's awesome. Mm. Um, you know, Rocky Odgen, he's an old, he used to fight Muay Thai, but he's a fucking weapon too. He's from the Gold Coast. 
Um, Leon Paro, he doesn't. He's he's fucking next bite will be likely for a world title. They're not all on no limit. That's the other thing. Like no limit sort of has. It's like they got a stronghold on the boxing scene, which is great for me. I'm fucking on TV, but there's still a lot more talent around and mm, boxing. Yeah. Like a lot of the general public just see No Limit because it's fucking run by Tim Zoo's the head in the No Limit and what a weapon to like project Australian boxing into like the fucking yeah. ether of the world boxing yeah. along with Nikita as well and then Sam Goodman's on the No Limit roster myself's on the No Limit roster so we're like spearheading it No Limit's definitely spearheading mm. the Australian boxing but there's so much more talent around we're in a really healthy place I think Australian boxing and now. I know Angelo DiCarlo, a good friend of ours um, in the gym. Oh, not in the gym, but he's a boxing promoter here in Queensland. He's been around for the longest. Um, he Hilly fights on his shows and stuff like yeah. that. He's grassroots sort of guys, but he's he's uh, he manages Leon Paro, who's now on the world scene. He just struck a deal with um, Seven Now. Yeah, so nice. Wednesday yeah, night, hectic. free to air, fucking there'll be four fights yep. on Channel 7. Yeah, that's How unreal. Cool that's that fucking like? sick. Stan Hill, the yeah. engine, will be fighting on Channel 7. Yeah. When like when I was going to school, the fucking only sport that was on TV was NRL and AFL. Yeah. Now there's Australian boxing, like grassroots boxing on Channel yeah. Seven. Yeah. Seven thirty on a Wednesday night. How fucking cool is that? So that just speaks to the place boxing is, and like we're starting to get a bit of a run now. I know even like a year ago, before Tim become Tim again is spearheading it, which is his name is so yeah. you know um, recognizable, recognized by Australian public with his dad. But, like, even when he was getting, like, a plug on the sport, it was after the fucking golf. Yeah. Like, golf's cool, but it's boring <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't use play. I couldn't play it, but I can see the appeal, but it's fucking hitting the ball down a green. Like, yeah. Honestly, or, like, it's after the NASCAR it. that oh, yeah. just goes around in circle. The boxing gets a 12-second mention after all that shit right at the end of the sport. So yeah. now we're on Channel 7, we're on pay-per-view, we're on KO. Yeah. People are starting to take notes. So it's really fucking cool. The next... I think we're like the start of it. The next generation of boxers will get the real run of it if we keep sort of plugging away in this direction. Yeah, so yeah. we're like the pioneers at the minute for this next um, sort of crop of people coming through, and for it to be more recognised. Hopefully, you know they have a show down here at the Caco with, and they promote Isaac Hartman versus fucking such and such, and it's a sellout down here at the Caxon instead of always the footy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know? fucking yeah, yeah. which would be so cool because we love Australian like NRL. Like we're fucking built on. The back of NRL But there's more to it There's fucking Boxing's a cool fucking sport yeah. And I've always found You go to a pub like this Or out at dinner And there's a fighter there Every cunt wants to talk to the fighter Because yeah. it's so fascinating Yeah Footy players everywhere like, Yeah I'm not knocking footy players But yeah. everyone yeah. wants to talk to the fucking Everyone's fighter. played footy as well yeah, everyone's played footy And no one It's like wow yeah, This yeah. is scary you, know, yeah. you do this and for a job and it's like yeah it's people want to talk to the fighter so let's get more eyes on it i think yeah i think aussie's sure. back other aussie's well here we gotta look vulp fighting on sunday like i know it's not boxing but like the mma yeah yeah, yeah like sure. everyone's tuning into that yeah, so yeah for sure aussies do we're pretty patriotic in that, that yeah. regard so we do back each other so it's cool man it's a cool space yeah. for australian yeah. boxing yeah for sure it's yeah, fucking sick and either boy i'm in it now and not fucking 15 years ago <laughs> yeah yeah 100 percent. my coach he had a hard run back in the day and he's had 30 something fights but he had to pay for his own fucking plane ticket down to Sydney to fight and his own accommodation for fucking 150 bucks. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. pretty wild. Crazy. So good spot now. Yeah. Um, talking about Healy, is there anyone else from the gym or Healy included that we need to watch out for that's going to burst? Dimitri Lover. Yep. He's yeah. He's fucking young Dimmy. He's that nerdy beat bopping little... Yeah, big, tall, yeah. Long neck, fuck, yeah. bit of a nerd, but he can fight. And we always... Joe, if I was at high school with you, I would have bullied the fuck out of you because you're a loser. Like, he's just a nerd. Like, but he's actually, he's got good humour. He's really witty. 
He's actually a really good kid. He's only 21 years old. That's yeah, the scary fuck. thing. Yeah, it's him. wild. And he's half Samoan. Um, so he'll be big. Like, I suppose he's about 80. Fuck, he got up to about 91 through Christmas. But he normally sits around about 83. Yeah. Fights about 82 in the amateurs. But he's his style is a lot more pro style. That's the one thing I'll say is like amateur boxing to pro boxing, way different. Mm. Dimitri's got a really good am, um, pro. pro boxing style. So he'll hopefully go pro. Yeah. He's a fucking handful at 20 years old. Now thinking about it, if we were both 20 and we had to have a boxing match, he would have fucking punched my head in. So <laughs> he's a weapon. Uh, another young bloke, Bozzy, he's going to have his pro debut. Um, Jay Larson is his name. We call him Bozzy. He's a yeah. fucking weapon as well. Um, Melita Hegarty, there's a young Aboriginal girl there. She's, she paced me the yeah, fuck yeah, up yeah, in a body sparring session. It's like this oh, big cunt. Oh, just fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and she was in a mood that day. Apparently, yeah, she was in a bit of a mood, and she just wasn't feeling. It. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And you're like, No, that was good. Oh, fuck it, just keep whacking yeah, yeah. me. So she's a she's a she's an amateur Australian champion. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got some talent down at the gym, and like we're. Trying to get some sponsors. Are there any sponsors out there? Nitro yeah, right. Boxing's looking for a sponsor, some sponsors to help out the amateur team, and um, you know, so we can put more classes on for the fight team as well. So we got a good crop of amateurs as well. So the next generation, it's cool. cool yeah, man. fuck yeah. Yeah, we I'm, can definitely vouch for the gym. And I was yeah. going to say, actually, if anyone out there is listening or watching, and you want to get involved, either hit us up or hit Nitro up directly. Five three eight Roadie Road Termside, twenty five dollars a week direct debit membership. Forty nine fifty is your PT, or if you go with senior training like myself, it's fifty four ninety five. <laughs> Ten packs four ninety five or five forty five with their uh, senior trainer. So get down there, book your session. That, that twenty runs for free. That, that twenty five dollars is all classes included as well. Yeah, yeah. all yeah. classes and access to the gym Monday through to Saturday. <laughs> He Fuck said that a knows. few times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look at the other gyms. We were only saying this in our meeting on Friday. Every other fucking gym is $45 a week, and they're Mate, shit. It's like fit stuff and stuff, fit 65 bucks. Don't blow yeah. me yeah. as if, like, or 12 rounds boxing. Yeah. You've been one nah, of nah, those nah, nah. fucking joints. So get down to Nitro <laughs> Boxing. <laughs> like, we teach the real things yeah. from people that know how to do it. So not yeah. a fucking someone that's done his pad holding class at the local university down the road. <laughs> fucking oh, <laughs> fucking oh! No, it is good. I've I've been fucking loving it. Well, everyone keeps asking us, "Are you gonna keep fucking doing it afterwards?" Like shit, yeah. Probably yeah, won't go fucking every yeah, hour of the day. We might get in the amateur team, have a few fucking swack on. Yeah, and you had your first sparring this morning with yeah. the outsider, someone you don't know, because that's the other thing. When you spar with your trainer, you feel yeah. safe. Yeah, like, it's like a safe thing because yeah. you just have a rapport. But when you spar another. Someone else's kind It's a little bit more sketchy It's like yeah. It feels a bit more like a fight So yeah. how'd you go yeah. yeah it was good I fucking can't close my mouth properly But that's, that's <laughs> Can't have steak for dinner yeah. 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 Outside of that I'm uh, oh. going alright No it was yeah. good yeah. I think the biggest thing Is a fitness thing Like you don't yeah, realise How yep. fucking gassed you get Yeah that, yeah, it's um, And cause you're nervous And yeah. you hold your breath And yeah. the next minute yeah. I'm out of breath Yeah we, we said it It was a couple of weeks ago When we first started coming down I did on the Monday I did a half marathon Like easy Just went easy run yeah, 21 k's yeah. And then Friday morning class With you I vomited halfway through it out yeah, the back. That's <laughs> right, yeah, and that was twenty five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 I was walking in like oh, I'll be right for the fitness, Definitely but it's way different. different. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking way different. It's like it's the only thing. I'm obviously not a very fit man, but like, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm about? very, very thankful for doing some sort of footy still because the getting up off the ground. Oh shit's yeah, yeah. So yeah. fucking similar for those Tabata sessions. Yeah, yeah. For Holy. Sure. Fuck yeah, those Tabata sessions. That nah, is good. No, nah, it's good shit. Uh, mate, for anyone listening, before we wrap up, what can they expect March 13? What are you going to do? Oh, I'm going 
going to fucking march straight into range and punch this fucking churro's head in. And then I'm going to come home, have a big fucking hot steaming dog's eye. That's a meat pie. <laughs> and then have Ned Brockman's chalky milk. And then it's fucking on to the next one. So I'm pumped for this fight. Again, I think you'll see the best fucking version of me coming off my last two fights. I've got some really good sparring in this camp. Feeling healthy. So I think, again, it'll be another eye-opening performance from Ned Splitter. And I don't... He's South American and... I'm, they're always tough, but I think I'll put this cunt out yep. before the yeah. um the last bell for sure. He won't finish on his feet. Yep, so fucking eyes. That's very Adios, exciting. Adios, amigo. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, we're gonna do our best to get down there. I think we're gonna come down if and you, watch if the fight. You got, I, I got your tickets covered. I got some ringside ones for you. Yeah, yeah, I reckon so. we're, we're talking to our mate Lukey who yeah. does the stuff with No Limit, and oh, he was yeah, like, "You yeah, should yeah. come down, and yeah. we might go down and stay at his place yeah. and come oh, down yeah. for the fight." Oh, I got so. some tickets if you need some. Yeah, yeah, yeah fucking yeah. March yeah, thirteen. Make sure you get around it, and then it'll be on to the next one. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be And then I'll be too. there for your fight. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Any tips for two idiots like us who are fucking. Oh, fucking. Oh, what are, just swing them. <laughs> just fucking swing them. And because it's like two people that don't aren't boxers. So it's going to be almost like you down here yeah. at the CAC and someone pushed in. You're like, oh, you cunt. <laughs> and then that's what it's going to. I bet that whole night is going to be like yeah. fights, which is fucking fun ads for yeah. people. And your, yeah. your demographic of supporters is going to be on the piss. Yeah. Loving just. People swinging on and just yeah. try and hit him with your fucking hand bones more than he hits you with yeah. his hand bones. Just fucking, it's two minutes. Yeah, three yeah, two minute three rounds. Three two minute rounds. Is, I fought one time three one and a half minute rounds and it was the most tired I've ever been. So it's gonna feel like ten minutes. But yeah. yeah. Just fucking swing him for as hard and for as long as possible until either he goes down or you go down. Yeah. That someone fucking someone's gonna go down. <laughs> someone's yeah. going down. So. <laughs> Nah, mate, thank you for coming on. We really yeah. appreciate your time, especially when you're uh, in the fight camp. Um, nice we're, we're very excited for March 13. And, Fucking uh, nice. Thanks for pushing us in the gym as well. Easy, my pleasure, boys. Thanks for having me. Fuck yeah. Cheers, mate. The podcast this week is brought to you by Domino's. Yes, it is. Darcy, I'm going to throw some things at you. Okay. Star Wars. Sure. Lord of the Rings. Yep. The Hobbit. All things you enjoy. Star Trek. Mm, not sure if you're a fan of that or not. They're great journeys. They are great they journeys. They're big journeys. Yep. We're about to embark on another one that's about to go with them. In the history books. In the history. It's magic round. It is magic round. 2024. It is. Now, all great journeys need to be fueled by something. Fueled. You know what we're going to be fueled by? What are we going to be fueled by? Domino's Pizza. Specifically the Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, I think we've mentioned this before, but I'm actually genuinely not uh, joking. When I talk about Klutzy being obsessed with the Philly cheesesteak pizza, the bloke would not fucking shut up about it when we tried it. Exactly. Look, I know that this weekend is going to be an absolute journey. Yeah. Okay? And I know the only way I'm going to get thrilled is if I'm fueled correctly. Yeah, smart so man. You're I'll an athlete. Be, yeah, exactly, an athlete. And my athletic choice is going to be Domino's Pizza, specifically the Philly cheesesteak pizza. Yeah. It will be fueling me through Magic Round right to the bitter end. And if you want to get fueled right to the bitter end, we recommend using the Instagram, uh, the code, sorry, the discount codes that are listed on our Instagram and in our Facebook group. The one we're bringing to you this week is BBB3DL, which will get you three pizzas and three sides delivered from $33. Look, that is just perfect for your magic round. That's like a pizza and a side for 11 bucks. Wow. Delivered. Delivered. That's obscene value. It's basically making money. Yep, it's magic. Again, it's magic. It is magic. Boom, it appears. Yep, boom. That's how good the so delivery is. So make it appear this is. bloody weekend. Get some dominoes. And uh, thank you to the guys for supporting the podcast. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 